Hey, this is Eric Olivares, pastor at Axios Church in Lakeland, Florida, and this is our podcast. Axios' mission is to point people to Jesus so they can find worth and purpose in God. We hope this message encouraged you and uplifts you throughout your week. Enjoy the message. Welcome to Axios Online. We're so honored you joined us here today on our online campus. Listen, we started a, a series a couple of weeks ago called Can I? And uh, we're going to continue that series um, today. And um, I'm so excited. I'm, I'm so much anticipation of what God's going to do in your life through this message. I mean, God is already speaking through us in our church and in our community through this message. And I hope you are enjoying it as much as I am enjoying it as well. Um, so we're going to continue. Um, God is continually giving us, you know, revelation and, and so many knowledge within these topics of can I. Last week we talked about, you know, can I have your hurts and pains and the week before that as well. And then God, we said, God, can God, can God have your space? And today we're going to be talking about a topic that, um, that, man, we all struggled with on a daily basis. But be- before we do that, I want you to engage with us in this message. And one way you can engage with us through this message is right now, sit down, get your coffee out, get your Bible out, get a notepad, and start writing down things that you um, uh, really are learning in this message and that God is speaking to you directly. So you can go back later and, you know, and, and, and really engage again with this message. Another way that you can engage with us as we move forward on our online campus is through our comments. We have some of our Axios team members right now are wanting to engage with you in these comments. So put down, you know, what God is saying, or you, you like something that is said, man, write it down. This is a way for us to do Sunday together here at Axios Church on our online campus. So engage with us. We would love to do church with you. So we're going to get right into our topic today. Are you ready? Let's get our Bibles out. Let's get right into it. So today I'm going to be talking about the topic, can I have your thoughts? Can I have your thoughts? See, what consumes our mind controls our life. What consumes our mind controls our life. I'm going to be honest with you. I have so much things to uncover in this message. We might have to do a whole nother series on our thoughts because if we really can control our thoughts, man, we can control a lot of things in our life because the enemy comes directly to our thoughts to control our actions in our life. And God is asking us today, can I have your thoughts? Have you been ever been going in your day on a daily basis, just going normal, you wake up, you have your coffee, you do what you gotta do, but then out of nowhere, a thought comes into your mind and it changes your mood for the whole day. I mean, it changes as you go from happy to sad, you go from happy to angry because a thought came into your mind. It's something that happened before, something that happened that day, or an argument you had before with your spouse or with your kids, and a thought comes into your mind, and it changes the perspective of that day, and you start thinking different. You start acting different. You start isolating yourself, and you start doing things that is not in your normal nature because a thought changed your perspective in that moment. Thoughts are powerful. Thoughts are powerful. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, it says like this. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is comparable, if there is anything excellent, if there is anything worth praise, think about 
those things. See, I love this verse so much because it gives us a framework of what our thoughts need to be um, modeling after in our life. It gives us the, these, these qualifications of how our thought process needs to happen in our life to have a life of hope and joy in our life. But in, in the other way, this framework at times I can't live up to. I don't know about you. If we're going to be honest with each other, you know, I don't know about you, but sometimes, sometimes these thought process, this framework that God gives us, is it the thought process I have? Matter of fact, you know, I, I sometimes think the opposite of these things. You know, most of the times my thought process is unhonorable. My thought process is unjust, is unpure. It's not loving at times. It's not even thinking of excellence at times. I, I tend to want to just do the minimal in my life and not wanting to strive for excellence. It's not worth praising. My thought process is not worth praising at times. And matter of fact, sometimes it's shameful the thoughts that come into my mind. Have you been there? Can, can, you, can you track with me today? Because we can go all day and say, man, you know, we, we're, we're, we have the mind of Christ or Christ is working in our mind. But in the reality, when nobody is looking and all you have is your thoughts, how are you thinking healthy in your life? Because the way we put in, the way we think is going to eventually become a reality in our life. The reality is, you know, as humans, we have thoughts. And sometimes those thoughts wander at, uh, wander at times. And if we don't live our life through a standard of what our thoughts need to be, our, our thoughts are going to be all over the place. And we're going to find ourselves in positions and times and, and sins that we never want to be in. But we have to control our thoughts. God is saying today, can I have your thoughts? See, now we have the, the, the solution, the framework of what our thoughts need to be. And we understand that as humans, man, we don't think these ways sometimes. So what is the answer? So how can we go back to and, and live this life of this framework of thinking honorably and loving and how, the, how, the, how Philippians tells us how to live this thought process? What is the answer? Because if my humanity is messing with my thoughts of how God wants me to think. What is the answer? How can I get back to the framework of thoughts in my mind that are healthy? I think the answer is in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. Let's turn there. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. And it says it like this. It says, we destroy, we destroy arguments and every lofty opinion against the knowledge of God. And then it says this, and take Thought and take every thought captive to the obedience oh, to obey Christ. Our thoughts need to be taken captive in our lives, which this means one thing to me. If we, if the Bible's telling us that we need to take captive our thoughts, one thing I know is I am in control of my thoughts. I have control of my thoughts. I might have a thought, but I have control. My thoughts don't have me. What the Bible is telling us is, you know, things are going to come. Opinions are going to come in our life. People are going to talk about you, but it says take every thought captive. It says to snatch those thoughts. It says to grab those thoughts before and put them into the obedience of God. You have control over your thoughts. That doesn't mean thoughts are not going to come into your life. It doesn't mean that bad thoughts aren't going to come. But we have the ability to take those thoughts captive to the obedience of God. I feel in our society, 
We have this, we live this life in this world where when we have a thought, we want to take action right away, but we fall into traps in the pit, in the pit of our thoughts and we go into places and in, and in seasons where we never should be because a thought became a reality when it's not, when, when we, we're not taking it into the obedience of God. Let us talk about three ways that we can actually back, go back to the framework of our thoughts and the healthy thoughts in our life and how we can take captive these thoughts in our life so these thoughts don't control and, 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 and alter our life. We need to take captive of your thoughts. Can God is saying, can I have your thoughts today? Number one, number one, it says this. Uh, my, my number one thought is this. Thoughts are, thoughts are dangerous without a filter. Thoughts are dangerous without a filter. What filtration system do you filter your thoughts through? Because I know when I, when I get an AC filter, you know, the point of an AC filter is I put it in between the good air and whatever is coming, trying to get into my good air, it blocks all the bad particles to get into my healthy airflow. So what I'm telling you today is, what are you filtering your thoughts through? Because whatever you filter your thoughts through is what's going to get into your life. See, the filter that you actually, actually, actually obtain is whatever you, you're letting into your life, all these bad thoughts, all these bad negative thoughts, all these situations, you're letting them in because you're not filtering it with truth. And the truth that we live by is the word of God. And if we don't filter everything through the word of God, we're only going to let the bad things in because we're not filtering our thoughts. See, we need to filter our thoughts so the bad particles, the bad things come out of our life so we can live a life free in, in good, in good um, air in our life so we can breathe good. Not only spirit, if, uh, physically, but spiritually in life. Have you ever been in your life when you are just, there's so many thoughts in your life, you can't even breathe, you feel suffocated. How, you, how are you filtering your thoughts to the obedience of God? Matthew chapter 15 verse 11 says it like this. It is, it, is not that go, it is not what goes into to the mouth that defiles a person, but what comes out of the mouth defiles the person. Uh, Proverbs chapter 15 and 28 says it great like this. It says, a heart, of righteous, a heart of righteousness ponders how to answer, but a mouth of wicked pours out evil things. We have to ponder. We have to sit. We have to let things filter in. We can't just spew out the first thing that comes into our mind. We can't just act on the first thought that comes in our mind because if we do, we're going to be in positions and times and, and seasons that we never want to be in because we have to filter everything through the Word of God. If you're not filtering through the Word of God, you're filtering your thoughts through opinions. You're filtering your thoughts through, uh, through, through your experience. You're filtering thoughts through your past. But when you come into the filter of God, God filters the bad thoughts out of your mind and the bad words and the bad, and the bad actions and He puts it to the obedience. If it doesn't with the filter is not meant for your life. We have to filter these thoughts. 
through his God, God's obedience in our lives. James chapter 1, verse 8 says it like this. He, he is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. We're battling this, this, this battle between good and evil in our life. But we have to, if we're battling this, we have to understand that the enemy is going to try to come through our thoughts to get to our action and to our purpose. But when we filter it through, the, through God's lens and through God's filter, man, we can look back and even though we had these crazy thoughts and these, these nasty, nasty thoughts, I can go and say, I have control over these thoughts and I'm taking it. If the word of God doesn't say it over my life, it's not supposed to be part of my life. I'm filtering out. If the word of God doesn't say I, I, I'm, I'm that and other people are saying that, no, I am filtering it through the word of God. I am going to filter my life and my thoughts through his word through his obedience in our in my life if this thought doesn't align with what god says over me it doesn't align with my morals if this thought doesn't align with my goals in life if this thought doesn't align with the calling he has on my life, it's not supposed to be in my life. I'm taking that thing captive. I'm netting and not letting it um, put bondage over my life. I'm snatching that thought and not letting it be action in my life. I'm taking it all into the obedience of God. We got to snatch these thoughts and let them come into what God is saying over our life. We got we to we take these thoughts before they take us. When you stop living an unfiltered life through, uh, unfiltered uh, through in, in our life, we must take captive under the obedience of God. Number two, most thoughts doesn't need to be your reality. Most thoughts doesn't need to be your reality. Romans chapter 2 verse 12 verse 2 says, Do not conform to the, this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you be testing and discerning what is good, God's will, and uh, that is good and acceptable and perfect. Let me tell you this statement today. Every positive thought is not always supposed to be pursued in your life. Every positive thought is not supposed to be pursued in your life. We live in a world where good vibes and good thoughts is all about the good things that we feel. It's all about the things that make me feel good. But I'm here to tell you there's a place in your life where it might be good, but it's not good for you. It's not good for you. We live in a culture that changes this word good vibes with good reasoning. See, we have to make sure we're filtering everything because it might be good, but is it reasoning? Is it something that God wants for my life? It might feel good. It might, it might feel good. It might be good probably in, 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 my, in my physical eyes, but is it good for me in the season I am? Am I filtering it through God? Am I taking captive these thoughts in my mind? Just because it is good doesn't mean it's good for you. Just because it's good doesn't mean it's good for you. God has called us to cast every thought on his obedience. Colossians chapter 3 verse 2 says, Set your mind on things that are above, not on things on earth. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 7 says, Think over what I say, for the Lord will give you understanding in everything. We have to think of what God is saying in our life. We have to take the time to pray. We have to take the time to fast. We have to take the time to just sit back and let God be God. It says, be still and know that I am God. But we live in a world and a society that we have to go, go, go. And in reality, we have this thought process like a drive-through. Is whatever comes in, I'm going to do. 
Because I want it to be easy. I want it to be convenient. I want my life to be, you know, molded in what society says. But God doesn't say that. He tells us to, to trust him in the midst of what's going on and give his, our thoughts to him. Take those things captive in the obedience of God before it controls your life. Before it controls your life. We don't need to live a life of easy, of what makes me happy, the good thing. See, the, a good thing in the wrong season is a bad thing. A good thing in the wrong season is a bad thing. The reality is we have to, you know, if we don't take captive these thoughts, we're going to look at our life and we're going to start living a counterfeit life to our reality that God has for us. We're going to live a fake life. Because here's the thing. All I know is, you know, you, you, it's hard to make a right choice. I understand that, but we have to make sure that we don't lean on positive thoughts, but we, leave on, we lean on right thoughts and the truth that God has for us. Well, she is nice or he is nice. See, that's a positive thing, but she's not nice or he's not nice for you. See, that's a good opportunity. And yes, that may be a positive thing to get more money, but is it good for you? Yeah, I mean, you know, it makes me a lot more money and I, I got to, you know, kind of put my morals down for this. You know, it, it probably could be a good thing to make you more money, but is it good for you? Is it stripping away what God is calling you to do? Is it taking away the, the calling and the purpose that God has for you? We have to take captive these thoughts before these thoughts align our life with something that God has not intended us for be it might be good but is it good for you God says let me have it and I can order your steps if you let me have these thoughts because God said these thoughts are going to come but are you going to let me are you going to surrender them to me so I can I can order your steps in my ways See, we all need positive thinking in our life. I'm not saying that, you know, live a negative life. But all I'm saying is if positive thinking is great if it's aligned with what the Holy Spirit is doing in your life. You can't rely on what feels good. We have to rely on what God is doing in our lives. Thoughts are good. In, uh, thoughts are good. The, the good thoughts are bad thoughts in wrong season. We need to take captive to the obedience of God. We got to take these thoughts back. We got to take these things back before they take us and, and direct us in paths that is not supposed to be in. We got to take captive. We have the ability to take captive our thoughts and put them in the truth of God. We can do this. And we can walk, we can live life free in our mind. Man, the enemy wants us to live life in a fog. But I'm here to tell you that there's a God that loves you, that wants to clear your mind of these negative things in your life, but you have to give it to him. You got to say, God, I'm surrendering this thing to you. I might think it, but it doesn't need to be my reality. You, it might be a good thought, but it might not be the thought for me. It might be a good thought for one time, but it's not the season I need to walk in. I need to water, uh, walk my steps in your ways, God. You need to get everything through the word of God. The thoughts are filtered through what is going to direct your life, which is his word. See, he says, can I have it? Can I have your thoughts? Number three, uncaptive, uncaptive thoughts become unwanted choices. Uh, let me say it again. Uncaptive thoughts become unwanted choices. Thoughts become choices if we let them. I, I, I'm here to say, well, but they hurt me. But you choosing 
to have this thought become your reality. Oh, but you know, they, they, they robbed from me, they, they, they stole so much, I, but you're choosing to hold that bitterness. You're choosing to, you know, I, I understand it hurts, but we have a choice to keep these thoughts in so we don't live a life that is, that is free in him. Sometimes, you know, a thought becomes a choice that alters our life in good and bad seasons in our life. How do I know? I love Oreos. I love some Oreos. Can I get, can I get some on the comments there? If you don't do double stuff, you ain't a Christian. I'm telling you right now, don't do that single stuff, okay? And if you do the mega stuff, we need to pray for you. But I love Oreos. So one day, I was, I was at home. I think it was like almost 9 o'clock at night, and a thought came to my head. I mean, this thought was from the devil himself. And it said, ooh, you know what tastes good? There was not even an Oreo at my house. And you know what? I, the thought came, and I taste that Oreo. I got the milk already. I'm ready to go. And I got out of my pajamas and went to, the, to Dollar General and got a double stuff Oreo um, pack and ate almost half of it. Do not judge me. Do not judge me. A thought came. And then if I didn't take that thought captive, it became my reality. And you know what my consequence is? I got fat. <laughs> I got fat and I got on the scale and I'm like, what did I do? That's what happens in our life, all joking aside. If, we, if a thought comes to our mind and we don't filter it through the word of God, it's gonna be unwanted choices in our life and you're gonna look back and be like, how did I get here? Because a thought became a reality if we didn't filter it through the word of God in our life. A thought can become a horrible choice if we let it in our life. We have to take these thoughts captive. We have to take them captive before we look back in our life and are like, how do we get here? Unwanted choices. Romans chapter 1, verse 28 and 32, it kind of breaks down these things in our life about unwanted choices. 28 says, and just as just as they did not see fit to the uh, knowledge of God, they God gave them over to their depraved mind to do what they, uh, what they should not have done. They were filled with every kind of unrighteousness, wickedness, covetousness, malice. They were rife. They were evil. They were murderers. They were strife. They were uh, de uh, decent. They were hostile. They, they were full of gossip, slander, haters of God, uh, you know, arrogant, boastful. And it just names all these things that these people dealt with. But the most, and, and it says, and they said in 32 is, is one of the most like, the heartening thing that out of this whole verse says it, although they fully knew the righteousness decree of God, those practices such that they deserve to die, they didn't approve of God. The saddest portion of all of this in this verse is they had a deprived mind. And God said, you know what? You're going to go with it. You're going to do with it. Do what you got to do. But at the end of it, they knew the right thing to do, but did the wrong thing instead. You, we all know what's right and wrong. But if we don't take captive these thoughts, we're going to be, uh, we're gonna be in, in life of doing things that we know are wrong, but we accept it because we don't take thoughts captive in our life. God is saying to you, can I have your thoughts? Because when I have your thoughts filtered through my cross, purpose is in the making. 
If I, if, if I'm, God is saying, if I can have your thoughts and I filter it through my word, through my truth, through my cross, I can take that wrong choices and make it to purposeful in, in, in your life. You, you, you made to live life full of purpose. Give God your thoughts today. Give God your thoughts because he can make your thoughts become under the obedience of his word and produce purpose that thrives from a life of obedience. But we need to take captive the thoughts and trust God is, is going in our season and walking our steps and, and has all our best intentions in mind. You don't have to do life alone. Take captive those thoughts. Take captive those lies. Take captive those thoughts that are wandering in your mind. Take captive those things that are lying in your mind and put it into the obedience of God. God has a truth that is for your life, but we have to choose to accept the truth and get rid of the lies in our life. And as I close, see, I didn't come here today to give you this light bulb message, but I'm here to tell you and remind you something that is so practical that your thoughts can alter your purpose in life if you let it. God has a plan for you. You know, he, but we have to control our minds to fulfill that plan in God. We have to control our minds. Some people don't give up in life because they want to, but a thought came into their minds that was not filtered by truth and it became their reality and intended and their life is out of whack. We have to take captive our thoughts before our life gets out of whack. Our life can get out of whack so quick if our thoughts aren't filtered through God's word. God's saying today, can I have your thoughts? See, a seed, a small seed of, of, of a thought watered by the wrong thing can grow unhealthy in your life. So the question I have for you today, what is growing in your life, in your thought process? Because it can really alter what God is doing in your life. Can I have it, says the Lord? Can I have those thoughts that are hindering from your purpose? Can I have it? Can I have that thought of insecurity? Can I have that sexual thought? Can I have that, that thought of suicide? Can I have that thought of ending your marriage? Can I have that thought that you're better off? Can I have that thought of unfaithfulness? Can I have that thought of hate? Can I have that thought of doubt? Can I have that thought of unworthiness? Can I have those unhealthy thoughts and, and filter them through my truth? Because when we filter through your truth, we live a life of purpose that God is working in our life. But if we listen to the lies, we're going to filter everything through falsehood and we're going to have an unbalanced life. But when we have a life that is balanced, our thought process is the start of all of it. It's the way we think, a way we think about who God is, the way we think of God, what God says about me is we filter everything through the word of God. And then these unhealthy thoughts will become healthy thoughts to grow us through the purpose that God has for us. God's saying, filter your, th your thoughts through my word. You know, all good thoughts don't need to be your thoughts, don't need to be your reality in your life. And we need to be aware that a thought can become an action that becomes an unwanted choice. We have to take captive these thoughts before it becomes bondage in our life. 
we need to do before we fall into the pit of our own thinking. God is saying, can I have it? Can we think higher about ourselves? Can we think higher? Think about the promises that he has for you, not about the momentary pleasures in life. Can I have? Can we take captive these thoughts? Can I have your thoughts today? Thank you again for joining us here at Axios. Hey, to hear more messages just like this, go ahead and subscribe to this channel. If you want more information about Axios, go to axioschurch.com. There you can get more information, give, and connect. Remember, we love you, and we're in this together.